Amakwini Togozani Emma Kosini. Ikamalam Guzi Poagokdolamo Elogukula Gumai Shome. Ba Utanda Ungan Biza Gokumai Shome Oganya Gokunazu. Bendizo Tanda Utata Eli Tuba, Ditsama Kushekuzo Zonga is surely as in Dipeteo as Pagatikum Zimbawam, and Libeleo Oganya Engas Bizang and Goku Zinga Kumbis Kalikis. Dikalengotamakusha. Emma Bileni, M. Kolanga, Old Lambulo Kunda, or Vapi on another Pagani Sunday at Amakusha. The Tamakushe, Emma Zizini, Olamienum Dadela, or Binoboya. The Tamakusha Combatano Cosibe, Dinga Walibelanga, Mampinga, Owawa, Opolo Gosh. Tamakusha Christmas and Pesle, Lelias and Begi Pele, and Clog on the Chocutiano Zengele, Unongo Sepan Sichon Tamakush. Tamakushe Christmas, so tall on Langisa. Tamakushe Kotida on Wangule. Tamakushe Kusuelas and Fundus are Opagamasilozi. Jalon Togos is a Kubaba Wam, Umam Dambok and Lango, Tangi Togos a Coco. Togos is a Kukum Kuluami, Umapizi, Gamahoto. Diti Bayeta Makosa Makul, Makose Zizwe. Yatamakosha. and welcome to episode 12 of Goko Have I Been Scammed brought to you by Times Live. On this platform, we discuss, share wisdom and raise awareness on all things traditional African spirituality and indigenous knowledge, including but not limited to scams. My name is Goko Zipotolamo and I am your host. It is still the month of love and we are continuing our conversations on the interactions of love and spirituality. Today specifically, we are addressing the dynamics of marriage and family life. Essentially today, we are doing a part two of the conversation from part one titled, Navigating Relationships and Spirituality, Dating Do's and Don'ts, which is currently up on the Sowetan Live platform as well as major streaming sites, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Alternatively, you can find us as well on the Times Live website. Our discussion today is following a column article that I wrote post our discussion with Amina um, and her partner Cynthia on the dating do's and don'ts in the part, in the series part, navigating spirituality and relationships. You can also catch up on this column on the Sowetan Live website. Um, if you go into the search tab and you type Zipodolamo, or more specifically, the title of the article is The Bureaucracy of Dating in African Spirituality. Today, we're dealing with another part of relationships altogether, and that is marriage, the rights that are involved and what they mean. We also continue the conversation on the spiritual manufacturing of love within the confines of marriage. Joining us in conversation today to unpack this topic is Allendale Maibongwe Machete, a treasury analyst and content creator, and her husband, Gerald Deboho Machete, also an, a content creator, but an educator as well. Both of them are spiritually gifted. Both of them believe in and acknowledge the presence of God and ancestors, as well as the gifts that have been bestowed upon them. I'm very excited to have this conversation with them, and we will be talking to them a little bit later. 
But for now, I want to speak about, I just want to share a little bit about when I realized how complicated it is to be a Black person. And I think throughout my life, I, I had had this sort of notion that being Black is actually quite tough, just because we have a whole lot more rites and rituals and ceremony and traditions and culture that has to be observed. So it was by no sense of mishap that I would make the same kind of interpretation about marriage, or I would realize the same about, about marriage, that it is a lengthy, or getting married rather, that it is a lengthy process that requires partners to journey with one another, and not just partners, family and everyone. I get the sacredness and beauty of our rites and rituals, but if we're being 110% honest here, they do tend to complicate our lives a bit because every single thing must be observed. In my experience, once uvume ilozi, it is almost as if you are tying yourself to firstly rectifying a whole lot of stuff that's been going on that shouldn't have been going on, but also secondly, you're paving the way for future constituents of your family to sort of observe how things are done so that the future generations can sort of not be on the mess up as much. So that for me is, is a part of my understanding in terms of Uktwasa and, and, and the role that you play in the family. When I was undergoing Indwaso Yestosa, my then Kobela Umatiane and I were having a conversation one evening. And, you know, as we would do after a long way or a long day rather of doing whatever it is that we were doing we would sit around the fire quite literally. And these, for those who have been epithelially, know that these are some of the most sacred and most valuable teachable moments. Um, the unwinding from a long day of labor and, and, and lozy related labor to sit with your spiritual family and have those discussions in the evening can be, you know, um, psychologically humanizing uh, and also not just securing a sense of belonging, but as well as, you know, getting the lessons that you wouldn't ordinarily get under any other circumstance. So on this particular evening, um, you know, she was doing the thing that she does the most and to, to make sure that I am familiarized with Indian as a Sindhu and that and that she has sort of drilled the lessons in, right? She was overemphasizing and doing the thing of overemphasizing that my life was not the same anymore. I can't move, talk, breathe, think like Zipotolamo anymore just because at the time, from my mother's side, so she was just basically highlighting how different um, how different my life would be. And she went specifically into the idea of marriage. And she said to me, you know, it is not going to just be a matter of amalobola or discussions or however you see people do. But it is a meticulous process, a more intricate process and a more complicated process because umdana and uvumile. Um, you are not just umdana of your family, but you are umdana 
of your predecessors and they need to be acknowledged in that. I thought to myself, Manje, like, which one is this one now? So basically what she was telling me is that Yes, for my family, but there must be a lobola or a dowry paid towards Eli that has been with me this whole time. I thought that's a lot. I thought to myself, that is that is that is a lot. And especially considering that in Lela, it's it's a lot. It just seems like an unnecessary loophole. Um, at the risk of being disrespectful to Abanda Badala, I, I mean no harm, but as the vessel being Zipo Dolamo, it's difficult not to make this interpretation of this as just an unnecessary loophole. I thought to myself, okay, so like the Bindwaswayami is Tosa. And I thought, okay, cool. You know, I now know that things have changed fine. When I went to Petro the second time to, to account for, I suppose, it, all of Amadozi and to unify as I make sense of it. Um, but when I went to go for my second Dwaso and that would account for both Isnguni and Isndawa, my then Kobela as well made a comment about Kobela as well. I was like, and obviously the 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 parent or your spiritual parent is is the one responsible for that process. Also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the recipient of that dowry, right? And I thought to myself, wait now, wait, 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 because Nina. So that means that my husband or my future betrothed needs to lobola me three times. Like my family, my kobela was tosa, my kobela was that. That's a lot. That 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 is that is a lot. Um, and I think it was then that I realized that. You know, Ilobola conceptually as well is not as linear as we think it is. I think many of us um, suffer from this in terms of not having a, a, a clear picture and a full picture of what of what that exchange is. I realize that it's a multifaceted situation that goes beyond, you know, um, the exchange of money. Yes, of course, it goes far beyond the exchange of money, but what I mean by that is that it really is about building relationships across, you know, families, trying to manage those relationships and so forth. The other interesting thing for me is that Ilobola is one of the rites and traditional rites and rituals that has been observed entirely. So um, Christianity has never been used as a defense or at least to my knowing in my cultural and my familial context. Um, it has never been used as a situation where, um, or rather, let me say Uguti, Ilobola has, um, has, been a, has been a, yes, a unifier, yes, a, a bringer together of families, but also a facilitation of future relationships. Um, and I think 
we take that lightly, or I took that lightly, lightly rather, when elders would say that around me. And I would think to myself, uh, okay, it just seems like a payment to me. But there's so much more than 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 that payment. So much more that goes on before that payment. And I suppose that's what we're gonna speak about today. We're gonna speak to our couple, as I mentioned, Ellendale and her husband Gerald. And we're just gonna get a bit of a clearer picture in terms of, you know, marriage, spirituality, and how they coexist. Thank you so much, um, Gerald and Ellendale for joining me today. Togozani. Thank you and welcome to Coco Have I Been Scammed. Thank you, thank you. So I think I want to start off very lightly, um, I suppose in the fun part of the story. And that is how you guys met and, and fell in love and decided that this is the person that I want to do life with. Can you take us through that, please? <laughs> okay. Um, so we met on Tinder, um, which was in varsity, I think, 2015. Yeah, around not, 2015, yeah. 16. So we met on Tinder. Um, we really didn't meet up until three or four months later. And uh, we met and things started off as more friendship than anything. Yeah. <laughs> like it took a while to get out of the friendship space. Yeah. And... Wait, we just dated up until, I think, 2019. That's when we made things official, right? Yeah, 2019 was when we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but yeah, we pretty much met on Tinder. Um, we did not physically meet until, what was it? Three months, if yeah, not, yeah, before. three months or four months later, because I was in another part of Johannesburg. So I couldn't travel back to campus to go see her. So I had to wait until I was done with my practicals. Then when I was back on campus, then we could formally or physically meet. So, yes, that is the story. And and you guys say you dated and then you got married, right? Can you guys maybe individually take us through the process within your families? So once you guys decided together that you wanted to get married, you obviously had to go and convene uh, multiple board meetings and conversations and discussions. Can you take us through what that looked like? Okay. Um, so from my side, it was, um, so first of all, I didn't know where to start. But then I told my aunt, I was like, okay, he he's ready to marry me. Um, how do we do things? Because there was a cultural background uh, difference, uh, mainly because I'm mainly Ndebele from Zimbabwe. So he is closer, well, he is, I'm very practicing Kosa tradition. Yeah. So that's probably where everything started to sort of feel like, okay, what needs to be done? Where do we go? Um, so I told my aunt, my aunt relayed them the message to my parents. Um, it took a while for things to move. Uh, the letter came. Um, they said, yes, a letter is needed. He would have to state on the letter his intentions and, and then um, we'll give them a date for the uncles to then come. Um, around that time, it was, I think it was a year that it took for the first meeting to even happen, a year or more, right? Yeah. Mainly because of the, the cultural differences where it's a thing of, um, we don't understand what needs to be done or why it needs to be done like that. And my family also then at that point would say, well, this is what we, this is how we do things. The uncles came, um, they arrived, it was, 
Yeah. I can't even remember. It was December, yeah. the nineteenth or twentieth of December, twenty. When was it? Okay, I can't remember the year correctly, but yes. The, the uncles arrived. Um, the discussion itself was also a bit tricky because with us, so that's the first step of it. So that now, so you are known within the family as being the potential then husband. And that also did cause a bit of a yeah, it, it 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 wasn't easy because for for his family, it's a question of we've never done this like this. Um, why? Um, what needs to be done or why does this need to be done this way. Uh, once they reached an agreement, that step was then passed and it went to, was it the second? You guys came twice to the house, right? Yes. 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 So after that, we, we moved to the second phase, which was um, the second meeting because with the first meeting, it was mainly one and then we left and I continued then to stay at home or at race at that time. Then the second meeting was then when they came to bring in Gomozamalobolo and also ask for me officially to then stay with um, with Gerald. That was much better because there was a bit of an understanding within the families. So it went easier and um, we had then the second ceremony at his family home. Um, yeah, that sums up. That sums up everything from my side. I think with 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 me, same, same, more or less the same. But before the initial meeting, or um, even though the letter had been received on the other side, for us to even get to Mpumalanga and meet the family, um, there had been a bit of pushback um, from my family, in the sense that at the time, um, we were quite young, actually. Um, how was you were twenty? 21? 21. Yeah. yeah. She was 21 and I was 24. And it was a thing of, are you guys ready? Do you really want to do this? Um, we felt we were ready, but of course, everybody else around us who isn't our friend or who, <laughs> or who's, who hadn't actually had the experience to see us together thought differently. So, um, yes, so there's a lot of also misunderstandings or maybe interpretation of what was actually meant, especially in the party, where that was a very, yeah, that was a very difficult time for us because we couldn't understand Uguti at that time, given that we were young and there was a lot of figures that were being, you know, quoted and it's a thing of, but if this amount of money is supposed to go towards the and if we still have to, you know, give a bit for So it was it was difficult. Um but eventually everything came all right, um, to a certain extent. Um but yeah, it came all right. But yeah, there was a bit of pushback actually, and that was mainly due to the differences in cultural. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting that you would say that about a couple of years ago, a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine got married. And so at the reception of her wedding, I asked her and I say to her, so how how has the process been? How has the journey to marriage been? Because, you know, we like to romanticize everything and we're like, oh, it looks like such a beautiful journey because all we get to see is the wedding, right? And that looks fantastic. And she says to me that, you know, 
nothing forces you to know the characters of the people around you and your family like trying to negotiate between families of different cultures for their kids to get married right and i suppose i wanted to ask did you guys have a conception of the lengthiness of this journey um and and i suppose going through the hurdles of lobolana did you have any conception of it before you you know outside of you being in love with each other and saying that we want to get married um i think on our side um the experience had pretty much been the same we we always had the experience from an outside perspective um we've never really mm. been inside to see exactly what goes on and for us it was a shocker really, <laughs> to yeah. see everything actually happening and you get to the point where by now we are supposed with but what is so difficult about this like but bafuna logo okay if it's reasonable let's do it and you know and you'd find people on your own team or on your own side of the family causing havoc or being a hurdle in themselves in the sense that they also now asking questions and you're like okay i get your point but can we you know but also you can't say i am cool we can't do that you know let's just give them what they want because you also have to give them their space or their um position <laughs> sorry you have to give them their space as an elder in the family so yeah mm. that's my take on my side and i think to be quite honest um i think from my side of things i looked at it as i've seen it happen for who, who and who and i mean it can't be that difficult of a thing and when it took a year for a letter to be responded to us and i realized okay this might just take 3 or 5 years and i think in that moment i then made peace with it i, I was in the position of saying if it takes however long it takes then that's what it is because um i guess things are different for everybody No definitely um and it, for for your families right what were the spiritual and i suppose what were your spiritual backgrounds where were you guys spiritually when you made this decision um with me i was i was not even in a space of being aware fully um spiritually of who i was so it was okay you grew up you were raised in the church that's what you do that's what you know and there was nothing else happening around us except church and that was that at that time because of growing up my mom also was a person who was still in a space of saying okay i've been told this and that however um i belong in the church so i'll never do anything outside of church and that's that's where i was spiritually and that's where my family was at the time i think with my side of the family it wasn't it wasn't anything new in the sense that yes um my mm. immediate family had raised me to be umuntu ohamba but um also at the same time we were descended from a a popular in a, in a for lack of a better word a popular spiritual healer because my family hails from the eastern cape um then we eventually relocated because my great grandfather relocated to fernaheng then the whole family moved to fernaheng then my great grandmother umanya waza was that healer so you would find or catch conversations every now and then whereby whenever we go to 
Fernachen, everybody would make mention of that. Or even within the family, everybody would make mention of that. So it was something that we were aware of as um, the, the current generation at that time, but it was not something that we practiced at the, at the time um, until I think my aunt, then my cousin also started going through their own journeys. Then it became something that I, I guess in a way they now were making themselves apparent um, because maybe they that generation that they had been waiting for had finally arrived. So yeah, um, but yes, we do have in my side of the family a background on my mother's side. Um, and on my dad's side, even though we did not have, or rather we are not very familiar with that um, side of the family, but then we also come to understand that Actually, also in my father's side of the family, they were also gifted, but not in the sense of Wuti Kade Bangaba, yeah, Kade Bangama Sangoma in the sense, but they were more e on that side of the family. So, yeah, um, so yeah, something that we were aware of. So, you were spiritually aware, if yeah. you put it. Well, not really. I was not aware that I was gifted, oh, okay. but I was aware that in my family or line of or lineage, there are or there were people who were gifted. Yeah. Yes, yes. But in a way, I think mostly with my family, it was a thing of I maybe that gift literally died with my grand great grandmother. Uh, but the gift is actually still within the current generation. Yeah. Uh, for the gifts. I guess that she has shared with you as well, because I think without that we would not be having this conversation. So Kamaku to to your predecessors, Gerald, and the same with you, Maibongwe. I think Maibongwe, I want to direct this question to you. And I'm sorry, I maybe you prefer Allendale. I really like your name, Maibongwe. I think it's so so powerful. <laughs> no, thank you. We can use Maibongwe. We can. <laughs> okay, great. Great. Thank you. So so for you, um, the way that you're living your life right now, um, relative to how you grew up spiritually, is naturally different, right? Because you mentioned that you grew up more in the church with very little acknowledgement of um, spirituality outside of the church. How has your family made that interpretation now? Do they know, Ogokala um, Uguti, you are now the spiritual person? And and how how did they take that? So it's it's it, it happens very it happened very funny um the the whole thing of it. So what happens is that my mom gets very ill, and at this point she's so ill that it was years in and out of the hospital, and um we get to a place of not knowing what to do anymore. And um, my dad remembers that they once went um a I think we postal. And one of our fundis say to her, um, until So he mentions that again to her that remember you've met two people who've already said this to you and you know, maybe it's time to just check and see what needs to be done. Um, then she she gets to a place of saying, okay, let me see and understand what does upeta, what does it mean for me or what does it look like? She she starts um, starts getting a few things done, rectifying what needed to be rectified here and there. And when it gets to me, 
it was not even a conversation. It's more of, okay, your mom, okay, um, oh, okay, why, you know? Yeah, because of this and that and that and that. Okay, um, what does it mean? It means that then she'll go get initiated and we'll, we'll, we'll hear what happens or we'll see. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't have a problem. I'll fully support her. I don't question at all. I'm in a space of saying, if this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing. Um, I'm not going to ask anything out of it. And I started doing a, a little bit of reading for myself just to understand what's going on. And I'm like, okay, so this is what it means. And okay, I, it's fine. At that point, I was still a person who says, okay, it's fine. And it starts then with me dreaming more so for what needs to, be, you know, what needs to happen with her, a person. And I still put it aside as, okay, no, it's something that needs to be done probably um, because I didn't even make sense of it, why I would be the one seeing all these things. And I put it aside as I'm seeing everything because then that's what she needs to do. And once it's done, my life will be normal again. Yeah, um, shocker of my life because nothing was ever the same after that. Um, I got then to a place of also just wanting to read up more. And the more I read, the more then I could sort of understand and feel more connected with um, my ancestors also to say, okay, this, I'm, I'm happy. I find comfort in knowing this and in knowing that this is the type of person that I am. And it's okay. We'll see what needs to be done at a later stage. And I think my biggest fear at that time was in Duaso. And I said, it will never happen because no one has said anything to me. No one has ever even seen it. So I'm okay. This is about my mother. And now I acknowledge my sisters. I know they're here. I can see or hear at this point. So I'm happy with this. I can go forward with life. So that's how it was for me. And with the family, there was no um, conversation of finding out anymore in terms of me being spiritual or a spiritual person because they were also in the same space of awakening, if I would put it. True. Hey, that is, wow. Um... I suppose I ask you because, you know, the the difficulty of coming from a religious family and then making the tra- transition into Ubungoma can be quite um can be quite hectic and can be quite alienating and can be quite contentious within a family, right? Um, because more often than not, Abanda Badala or the living Abanda Badala, at least the elders of the family, will often have the rationality. No one has ever done this. We don't know what this looks like, which creates a bit of a hurdle for you, Mundo Twasayo, because there are some dreams that you are having. There is some advice that you're getting and you're under a lot of pressure to sort of make a decision where you lie, and so forth, right? And I like that, Uguti, you make mention, Uguti, you hadn't seen any Ndwaso of your own, right? Can you can you tell me a little bit about why that was important for you that you see it for yourself? Um, I think at the time for me it 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 was going to be a an indication um, of where I am. I, I I assumed that I'm just here for my mother, and seeing something that would be related directly to me would then initially I thought it would alarm me, and I would be like, okay, maybe not. Um, but once it happened, it became a thing of saying, oh, okay, so this is who I am. And that sort of certified me 
in my spirituality and understanding what was happening around me because at some point it got a bit confusing. There was just too much happening. I was starting to feel overwhelmed and question quite a lot of things in terms of then if there's, this is nothing to do with me as Omae Bongwe, then what's going on? What's this direction? What are we trying to do? What are we saying? You know, and that was very important for me to say, then if these, if there are things or indicators that you see that are related to you, then you need to accept that that's who you are and then ask, what do I need to do mainly for myself? And then when all of this is happening, you showing up for your mom and so forth, where are you in your relationship with, with Gerald? Where are you guys? Are you together? Are you trying to make sense of this together? Um, okay, so like in my end um, or from my side of things, because with most of us, I think with most of us, we, we have experienced a a thing whereby you know or you've seen what happens to somebody who either delays um, being responsive to the calling or who refuses to, 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 to answer the calling, if I can put it like that. So on my side of the family, or rather for me, it was a thing of, okay, so this is what's happening on your side. I am going to support you 100%, right? So at the time, I'm also just being a supportive husband because again, I know, I know what happens. I've seen it happen. Um, on my side of the family, we've seen what happens when Umuntu Anga if I can put it like that. Um, so yes, so what currently is happening in our relationship? I'm like, oh, okay, so this is what's happening. Okay, fine. Because we have this background, there's nothing in two sides to that extent. I will support you. Whatever you need, wherever we need to go, if because there was a time where we used to go back and forth, and yes, it was texting in one way or another, but it wasn't something that put a strain on our relationship because it was something that I was aware of at the time or I was fully open to. And yeah, so we were okay, if I can put it like that. It wasn't... Functional. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like a drastic change mm. or we didn't have to adapt all that much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We yeah. just did what needed to be done, yes. honestly, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then, so, when Ingulo presented itself to the both of you, right, um, do you mind telling me what that looked like, where you were in your relationship? Because I think, uh, my Bongo, you mentioned that, um, you mentioned in a discussion, I, I'm not sure if it was with me, or if it was with Demi that you you sort of realized your spiritual gifts within the confines of marriage, right? Um, or within the comfort of marriage, if I can put it like that. What 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 did that look like for the, for for each one of you? Sure. Um, with me, it um, with me it was very overwhelming. Um, it almost felt like everything happened within a week. So progressed from just dreams to certain kinds of, oh, okay, I see this, I hear that. And okay, what do I, what do I do? And then it gets the natural space of, okay, then let me try do more of this. Let me find a church that's going to accommodate me and learn from people around me. And 
I, I was sick physically at some point. Um, it was very on and off. And with, with Gerald's day, it was more of, okay, what do you need done? Where do we need to go? Do we go to a river? Do you need to pray outside? What do you need? And that passed over two or three months. And it was just really, we were very much just at some point trying to survive. Mm-hmm. That's where it got because we would be in a place of he's helped with this or done that. And then he would tell me that, no, it, it seems like there's something else to be done. Um, then I feel better. Then it's a thing of, oh, okay, so we need to continue with this and ask more or, you know, just communicate more in terms of what needs to be done so I don't get as sick. It was, it was, it was hard. Um, and, and a bit confusing on my part, but also I was just grateful that, um, Gerald was there to support me because around that time, he's not away at all. He's still saying, I'm just here to support you what needs to be done. And I think at, at that time that made it easier because I feel like if it was both of us at the same time, we were never going to be able to take care of each other. Yeah, this was. A year back or two years back that two we found out? Two, two years, years back, back, right? Yeah. It's a full year now. Two and a half. Two. Two, two and a half. Or, no, one and a half. One and two. a half. Yeah. Right, yes. And so that also kind of changed the dynamic in our relationship because now there were certain things that needed to be observed. And we were still not there. But because you do it in a certain manner and things get better, you, that's what you do to a point where you find yourselves Zila for more than what's required because you're just thinking, you know what, I just need to see more, to hear more, you know. So yeah, it was it was tricky. Yeah. Um, there was an element of it being very fascinating for us. Um, the, the experience was, I don't know, it, it was it was good. I, I, I tend to tell most people that if things get bad or really intense if you resist. But if you try to find your own way to adapt to everything, they can actually be quite good or the experience can be great to a certain extent. As funny and we don't see things or experience things the same way. But yes, um, for me at that time, I was just being a supportive husband. Again, um, I'm from a family who knew these things or who to a certain extent were practicing them. I became a person who was like, okay, Melegans were okay, no problem. Um okay, so what? Do we still go with that? Do we need to, you know, consult, make sure or wait for a certain message so that we know exactly how it should be done in danger? So that's how the experience was on my side until then it was later revealed that actually there is a reason why you guys are together or there is a reason why entities are happening the way they are so then it became apparent that um actually has a gift in her own right similar to mine or same as me i like that you touch on the fact that this was some kind of a a divine intervention of sorts. And I think I want to get into that a little bit, that do you think that possibly your relationship was manufactured by um, forces greater than you that made sure Uguti, and by that I simply mean Uguti, they brought you together um, because you guys sort of needed one another in 
the awakening process? Is that something that you would say to make sense? I suppose looking back at your relationship and looking back at at the interaction and the way that Izlozi came into your lives. Yeah, definitely, Zipo. I think um, we we realized it, and when it happened, it was more of a thing of, oh, then that's why that this makes more sense, because um, yes, people meet on Tinder, but. When Ingulo started and when everything was confirmed, then we looked back at everything and realized this was just more than us. It was not even a thing, you know. And we even have a joke that we make once in a while to say, what if it's not even me and you together? It's just our grannies and, and grandparents, you know, that decided to be together and this is their union. Yeah, so yeah, we would say that, definitely. And it was actually... Remember? Yeah, no, somebody confirmed yeah. when it was... And it was later confirmed yeah. that actually Agonum Sebens were was actually a union that was agreed upon before yeah. you know you guys even you know decided, had, to, decided, swipe decided to swipe for each other. So <laughs> the script was written before before swiping right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. so it's funny. Um, it's 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 crazy. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you think either of you would have been sort of this this fulfilled or this um this nourished had either of the partner not have been a spiritual being or a believer? Sure. So with the with um the other partner not being a spiritual being a spiritual being, I would agree because we did get a bit of time whereby you did you were not away and you were helping me out and we were okay, you know, and you were able to also sort of I guess get that fulfillment from that process itself also. Mm-hmm. And I think now not being a believer was gonna be very hard. Um because then that would almost feel like having to have two lives. Um, one where you cater for your partner in terms of, which is very hard already because now you are no longer just saying I'm a person. Um, you can't separate yourself anymore. And how do you then continue to stay or be together? How does that look? How, yeah, it was going to be very hard. Yeah, um, I, I, I 100% agree with Umayi because lying is that I also, in a way, have the privilege to guide in some cases are experiencing situations that they don't understand. And, you know, I've been having such and such dreams, this and this and this. Nimjel would okay, no, this means X, Y, at yes, I know what in a segvela, but manje, Utin to Lele Pambile, Ekaya, Gunzima, because Umama Uti, Noma Ubaba Uti, Nomum Kulu Uti. And in some cases, you find that even their parents in, them, in themselves are going through Ebo Eabo, or rather, Olabo Uhambo, but it's it's so difficult. Like it's they it's separate yes, themselves from yes, each other. They they, yeah. they they become people who are different from the people that they were. And it's 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 crazy. And you know, to to get to a point whereby how do I then help you? Because without your parents, 
being here or being or saying what yes let's let's do this let's help you in this way or even believing yeah. that this is because remember they, they get to a point where the parent cannot believe yes that because it's never happened why would it start with you you know forgetting that at that point you know so i think also having different beliefs would then be very difficult because now you've also touched on it going further to our children you know and looking at it from that perspective it's hard it's hard it is it is i think gerald uh, and my that um for me the experience, so I'm, I'm unmarried, right? And whenever I negotiate with myself, what kind of a partner do I want? Hey, um, do I want to exist in a spiritual relationship? And then I list all of the pros and cons. Do I want to exist in a non-spiritual relationship? And I list the pros and cons, right? Um, that's just how my mind works. But usually what I've noticed is that the cons of being with a spiritual person are usually in and around the fact that there are times where I don't want to be accountable to my own lozi. Yes. I don't know if I don't know if I can do that. You know? Um, I, I, I suppose Inganyam is also backed by Idlozi a bit, but and I don't know if I'd be able to, you know, have this person stand in front of me and say that, okay, we are neglecting A, B, and C, I win the A, B, and C, because the other thing is that Njailu was bonela, right? Um, I usually see for myself. Sometimes it's the worst case scenario, Uguti, being funda, segu. When, it, when the situation is dire already, right? But I think it's the accountability part. For me, you know, and those are very superficial reasons if we're being 110% honest. But in all honesty, with the way that spirituality has been overwhelming for me, I don't know if I could deal with another physical person being that overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very fair point. <laughs> that makes um, sense. Like, it makes a lot of sense because we also have the same instances whereby, you know, <laughs> like I can tell my Uguta, I was according to this all. It's in a very long time. We actually need to go back to it. And at the time, you can see which is like, but you know, like there's a lot happening in my life right now. Can we not, you know, delay? And she would also come back and be like, Joe, like, you know, we haven't had a session, and you know, and I'm like, uh, I, I like I'm, I'm I'm busy with other things and there's a lot happening. But I, I think I fully understand yeah. how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is yeah, that is very true because even with the little things um that you you they slip your mind, not really though, but you just brush them aside. You're like, I'll do that another time. But here's this person who wakes up one day and is like, No, we're getting it done today. And you're like, ah, uh, but I was not gonna do it. It's just like yo, <laughs> yo. The, the... Every time. <laughs> you know? And it it can it can be quite exhausting sometimes. Um it can be. Yeah. Even the part where you mentally brush off, because the other thing is that. 
it's like once you acknowledge and you live within your spirit and your spirituality you constantly are in the knowing more than you are in the unknowing of what you should do right and that consistent like knowing at your consciousness and in the back of your mind no matter how much you brush it off it stays there and i think that in itself is also quite exhausting but i think when i then look at the upside of it and having a person who's a spiritually um you know not gifted but as spiritually understanding and in the knowing as i am i think those are touch points of nourishment and nourishing one another um sort of um uh, making up for the parts where you are lethargic let's say um my about conducting spiritual practices but ujerald isn't and and for that you are then able to even if we as nyanzela and your heart isn't fully in it but you are observing and inclusive yeah tamba over time i believe um so yeah that's that that's where i'm at what how do you guys feel about spiritual people dating exclusively do you think spiritual people should date each other exclusively or just whatever the heart wants um <laughs> i i it's a yes and no answer from my side um and the yes is is so that i think spiritually gifted people can get or rather can finally get people who completely understand them because to be honest if you look at what's currently happening on social media and even people that you know and what they're going through they go through a lot they like they really really go through a lot and it would be nice to have you know like the question that you just posed right now how would it i, I actually we have actually imagined it how would it had been if i did not know my or i was dating somebody else who isn't my at the time or married to somebody who isn't my it, it would have been very difficult and this is guided by other experiences that i've i've been you know been privileged enough to be a a to to see or to experience or to yeah to to see happening to other people and i think that the yes part goes to that in the sense that i think it would be great for them to actually finally be with somebody also as we see and understand exactly what's currently happening in their life and the no is well it is the ipagelo in some cases um yes but you know um in most cases no in most so, cases no i would i would say um i agree with you right but i would also back it with saying that um i i still see it possible with um let's say a phone but no it's hard but let's say spirit, not gifted only let's not yeah let's put it as say a, a person who is a spiritual being um believes and understands spirituality and a person who is then gifted i i would see those working together or i always put somebody who can support you in terms of believing and understanding would always go well with you with yeah i yeah. think so i think so fish <laughs> i don't know the tough one <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a tough it is it is a tough one um so for those couples who are um you know members of our audiences and part of our viewership and that are in relationships 
with one another, having both parties being spiritually um, in tune, if I can put it like that. Um, in your experience, you know, what would be some of the ups and downs, pros and cons of existing within your relationship within the backdrop of spirituality? Um, so how does spirituality act on your relationship? How does it make it easier? How does it make it more difficult? It's, does it, so I think, does it make it easier for us? Or would you say easier to a certain extent? Mm, maybe. Maybe easier. More, maybe. more than difficult, right? Because I think um, in terms of, mainly in terms of being able to see certain things, that's something that I always say, or I would always say I'm grateful for in terms of us prog progressing generally in life or in our journeys. But that ability that you can see those things and I can see those things has always made life a bit easier because since we, we became spiritually um, awakened, we were able to then almost have a less of a worrisome life because we are in the place of knowing and understanding that this is this for now, it's this season. And post this season, we know that things are going to get better. But also we more than anything believe that there is a, a better season coming up in our life. So I would say it's made it easier. Uh, spirituality has made it easier by also, um, how do I put it? With uh, In terms of our faith, it's also um, grown our faith. And that's the the biggest thing that we I take away from, from both of us being um, spiritually inclined or spiritually in tune. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree with that one. Let me see. Um, I have nothing actually at this very moment. Maybe I might come back later. But right now I have nothing. But yeah, I do agree with you that um, to a certain extent, it has given us a a feeling of um, of comfort, of comfort, of yeah. being secure, um, regardless of what's happening in your life at that, or in our life at that time. Um, because there are cases whereby we are going through certain difficulties um but for the fact that we have faith that we are actually just passing through a season and i firmly believe that and she firmly believes that then it becomes a thing of we know that this is just for now and soon uh, you know we, we're going to enter a different season and things are going to be much better for us um so yeah um i think that's a very big pro with with being somebody or with, with being with somebody who is spiritually inclined or awakened yeah and the the slight difficulty not much of a big difficulty on my part um is just um having to almost i i think almost hold each other's hand in terms of hey man remember we need to do this and that so or whatever else needs to be done that sometimes you know it comes at the time where you're like but yeah. I was kind of enjoying myself, you yeah. know. So, yeah, that's it's not a difficulty per se, but it's one of those things that comes with it now. Yeah. And uh, another con, well, I don't know if it's a con, but with us, initially when we started, we, I don't know if it's a, how can I put it? What we used to do, we used to align what we needed to do at that time. Mm -hmm. So if Bogmele Sizile, so, so it too, if we had to, go to the mm. river, we would do that. So too. if we had to do certain things, we do those things together. together. So it then becomes a thing of 
maybe I'm not supposed to continue doing that because now I need to move on yes. to the next step. Yes. And Umai also needs on to the next step. Do you mm. understand? Because there was a time when he's about to Zako, yeah, I had to do certain yeah. things. And as I'm So it was a thing of, okay, <laughs> so what must happen now? I'm going to just wait for yeah. seven days. So <laughs> then I just wait. So I think there is also that um, in that you guys are trying to align your, your journey or align is in again. But in some cases, they're not they supposed to be. Yeah. Maybe you guys are supposed to start together so that you reach a certain level. But eventually after that, um, so I think that's another, I don't know if it's a con, but yes. It's, it's, it's similar to mine because yeah. then you look at it um, from a perspective of how do we bring them back? I mean, you have, let's say, three days. I have next week three days. Yeah. Now, how are we How are we getting us, how are we okay outside of just us being spiritual people? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's a pendulum or cock. No, <laughs> more than you think. Um, I think my last question um, for you, for you two, if you're comfortable, um, is if you can share with us where you are in your journey right now. Um, I know, Mai, you had mentioned to uh, Udemi when she reached out to you, Uguti Niapeta, or rather Anigapeti. Um, I, I stand to be corrected. Uh, can you guys just paint us an image of where you are spiritually? Um, you know, if you're comfortable, please. Um, yes, yeah, so we both, um, but we are now back in a space of um, receiving again the the direction of what we need to do or where to start um, in terms of going towards Upeta or Induaso because um, it got to a place where we did all the small rituals that needed to be done and also attending to certain things whereby Kuvela in the teaser and you you ask and they say, no, for now get it and it will be clear. Then it becomes clear why you have that specific item then Guaban is in terms of almost we we are able to breathe if I put it like that because everything was just coming on at once. We were breathing and at that time of breathing we realized okay um we still need to go forward. So with me myself I do know with into so is a doze. I don't know how much doze is or what it is in numbers or years or months. I can't, I can't put it. Um, but I know that it's something that's, that's around the corner that I need to work towards. And before that, because a lot of rectification that needs to be done, especially from my family, because there was a, a long time of neglecting issues. So for me, so they would be having a clearer vision of what's happening in their lives now. Yes, um, and I think our our spiritual mandate is very similar in that sense, Wuti. Naami for a, a while actually. Um I was busy but as I was a petwe and Doing but doing logo na logo. And currently it has been a thing of um aguga veli. 
noma kugcwalisisi we kahle ukuthi will i ever practice yes nyazi ukuthi intwaso mele ngihambe ngiyoqeda um and also ngibe go ngibe umfundisi I don't know what to do with but yes, I'm also supposed to with the Kale Lami Banda eventually. But yes, because I say with imagine a summer to receive any other messages or with it from La Kulfula. We are, but over manage it's a thing of we are busy with keeping our spirits um activated, keeping ourselves spiritually um aligned. Um, or spiritually active in the sense of So that's what we are currently doing. But yeah. I think that is a fantastic message for you know those who would be listening who are in a similar position, Um they are not necessarily but they are working towards it. Um, sometimes that can be a very uncomfortable space. You're constantly doing things, but the thing that you want to do or you have to do, I do, if you get there's so many things popping up and coming up. But I think um, listening to the both of you um, is sort of very encouraging. And as well, me, myself and I, because there were times, I suppose, in my own journey where I felt to Uti, um, I should rather be listening to uh, people who are in front of me um, about their suggestions and not necessarily focus on what is being told to me by Abanda Batala. And I think um, you highlighting and you resting in that place Yoguti, you are waiting for further direction is a very underrated place. Um, it's a very uncomfortable place to be in because you are unsure, but nonetheless, it has a purpose. Um, I think it serves a purpose in terms of the kind of healer that you will turn out to be as well. So, um, for sharing, you know, um, that bit of vulnerability. And I suppose to um, to the audiences as well, you don't just wake up and decide. Uh, today, the following day, I'm done. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a journey. And thank you so much, the both of you, for contributing to this discussion. I definitely know that I will want to have a conversation with you again very soon because the two of you touched on a very important aspect within relationships and spirituality, and that is Ubuzila. I think that deserves a whole segment of its own. So I look very forward to discussing that with you too. Um, and thank you for making time for us today. Thank you so much. Um, yes, I'm from our side. Would also like to thank you guys. Um, thank you very much, Demi. Um, for actually giving us this opportunity because um, I think in a way it also touched on a, a number of points that it became a thing of, you, you know, that you're not the only one going through certain things and there are a number of people who are actually also experiencing what you're experiencing but um thank you so much for the opportunity and would really love to be um a part of the other the, the other, segment, the other yeah. episode that you, yes, you have in mind but yes from my side thank you so much <laughs> you have nothing to say no i was just want to say um i'm um, very much so grateful that 
Tolele too, but just to also talk. And I think in the conversations, I also got to a place of realizing that um, even though I sometimes feel that things are not moving, things are moving and that um, this conversation was a reminder also of where we come from and where we are and where we are going. So um, thank you so, so much for this opportunity and definitely looking forward to the next episode. Tawazani, and that was our discussion with Maibongwe and husband Gerald. I think we have learned so much in this discussion. Um, one thing that I can say is that everything is a journey, uh, very clearly. Um, getting to marriage and getting to um, have families in unison with one another is a journey. Siabonoguti, uh, there are complexities in in journeying within the the comforts of a relationship, but there's also uh, it can also be quite liberating, and we're seeing that with my Bongwe and Utebuho. Um, we're also seeing Uguti. There's a lot of things that go into the spiritual relationship as well, and they've brought up quite important concepts, such as uguzila. Um, many people hear that that term and automatically think that it just speaks about abstinence um, and the abstinence from um, from intercourse, but it, it's so much deeper than that, and it's a spiritual tool. I think, if you will recall, Umay Bongo speaks about so you we are zila so that your spiritual eye can be sharper for a sharper third eye um which i think is is something that we can have a discussion about completely on its own um once there's willing partners as well um when there are two willing participants in observing the rites and the rituals involved the workings of the relationship are not so complicated. And I think that Umay Bongwe and her husband show us that in this discussion, it is possible to have a very fulfilling relationship outside of your spiritual responsibilities. So I'd like to thank them very much for that discussion. And I look forward to hearing their thoughts in future about Ugzila and the relationship that it has with the clearing of the third eye. And that is it from this edition of Goko Have I Been Scammed. To share your story with us, please email us on scammed at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can reach out to us on the socials, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok under the handle at Goko Have I Been Scammed. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on the Sowetan Live website under the podcast tab, as well as the Times Live website under the podcast tab or across digital streaming platforms Iono FM, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Goko Have I Been Scammed is a Times Live production and our producer is Demi Luzo. I have been your host, Goko Zipo Dolamo and until next time, to Ozani Kamakuni Emakosini.